This weekend, the Secret Service arrested a woman from China who snuck into Mar-a-Lago with multiple passports and a thumb drive with computer viruses. Yeah, people think she might be a Chinese spy. Trump's not taking any chances. He just announced that he's shutting down the border between the U.S. and China. Trump's an idiot. He doesn't know where the border is. <laughs> China. Um, if that chick's a spy, she's the world's worst. Yeah, I'm here to uh, use the uh, swimming pool. Yeah. You got a swimsuit? No. Why are you here? Uh, to go to a Chinese friendship meeting. Yeah, yeah. Although, Johnny... We don't have an event like that on the calendar. Huh. Really? John Hinckley Jr. would be a terrible assassin. He was a crazy idiot. He almost killed the president. I mean, just that's an interesting point. But you don't think that's? A... I think Chinese spycraft is probably advanced more than. Eh, I'm going to play golf. You're wearing a tight dress. I meant uh, tennis. <laughs> Come on, swimming then. Uh, I the think F- she's probably just a crazy person, and or it, 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 there's every indication that she was some sort of money grubbing climber. We just wanted to access. Well, we're going to find out. The FBI is now investigating it, and i got to believe they got her uh, sitting in a chair, bare feet in a pan of water. Oh, stop it. up to what, a car what, battery. What is that? Who is that for? They're going to the find FBI out what she knows. do that. They're going to find out what she knows. That's sickening. Okay, the CIA. It's then. not funny. It's not funny. That's sick. Car battery in a pan of water. I don't know. Put a smile on my face for some reason. <laughs> I'm not bailing you out. Go ahead. I don't need bailing. I'll leave you hanging out there. So did you hear this story? Twisting in the wind. Did you hear this story? Steph Curry hasn't been able to see all these years. So Steph Curry, who's spent the last several years of his career as the greatest shooter in the history of the NBA, squinting to see the rim. They finally, some finally somebody said, "You always squint," and they did an eye test, and he needs glasses, so he got has he got contacts recently, mm. and now he's his numbers are way beyond what they were before. Seriously, yeah, and he's shooting close to fifty percent from three since he's gotten wow. since he got contacts. Uh, okay, I thought this was going to be a lesson about how you know you, you need to trust the force or something, but no. no, I had gotten used to squinting for so long. He said it was just normal, while obviously it can't definitely be tied to his new contacts. Curry has busted out of a uh, a slump and incredible numbers since he got contact. It can't help to not be able to see very well. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah, that's one of the funny things about vision is you don't know how poorly you see until it's corrected. Somebody said to be like, if Usain Bolt all of a sudden decided, oh, I had a rock in my shoe. Let's see how fast I can run now. <laughs> I'm only wearing one shoe. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Speaking of crazy, did you hear about this? You seen this? Palo Alto, Caliunicornia, an old man, he's in his 70s, wearing a red Make America Great Again hat, sitting in a coffee house, a a Starbucks specifically, and this young woman run, you know what, I'm not going to use her name, her first name's Rebecca, I'm not going to use her last name, even though it's everywhere. Because I kind of feel like I would be joining in what we're going to talk about. And you're bigger than that. I am. This Palo Alto resident, Rebecca, goes up to the guy. There's a better description over here. Um, she, she goes up to the guy and starts screaming at him. Uh, called the entire Starbucks and said, look at this man. Look at him. Uh, bah, bah, bah. He's a Nazi. You're a Nazi. I'm not Nazi scum. 
She said, he hates brown people. Shame this man. Join me. Shame this man. Wow. And then she screamed, you don't want to be the person who didn't speak up as we slipped into fascism. Oh, my God. She tweeted. Oh, my God. She posted that on Facebook. Oh, my God. And she asked the public for help finding him. I want him to have nowhere to hide. A practice called doxing or posting personal contact information to encourage threats and harassment. Let's see. where I should have highlighted all the quotes that she screamed. They've got it spread out around the article for some reason. Um, she screamed, I want to know where he lives. I want to know where his children went to school. Wow, that is completely out of bounds. Right. Where his kids went to school. I mean, the whole thing's out of bounds, but that's really out of bounds. Good Lord. Yeah, then she posted on Facebook, he will never forget me and will think seriously about wearing that hat in my town ever again. If you see him in this hat, please confront him. You do not want to be the person who didn't speak up as we slipped into fascism. Now, see, I would never do this, and I don't think this, but would it be that much different to if somebody's wearing a Bernie anything to say he's a socialist? Socialism and communism have led to hundreds of millions of deaths. It's one of the most dangerous ideologies that's ever existed. Get him out of the coffee shop! Where are his children? So here it's it is. It's ridiculous. Is that a Trump hat? I think it is, yes. Hey, everybody, come over here. Let's get this guy. He's a hater. I'm calling him out. He hates brown people. He's a Nazi. And then uh, posted on Facebook. Um, he said he was going to call the cops, and she encouraged him to do so. Quote, I wanted him to call the police because I wanted to know his name, where he lived, his wife's name, and where his kids went to school. Wow. You're, well, not, you're not healthy, lady. She, no, you're sick. She's been fired from her job at a music, at a, like a guitar shop, a stringed instrument shop. Uh, everybody, interestingly enough, of any so, authority has come forward and say, said, and this is in you know one of the most liberal quadrants of the United States, um, have come forward and said, this is utterly unacceptable. Well, it's good. sickening. I'm we stand against it. I'm we gl- don't support it. I'm glad to hear that even in Palo Alto, California, they say that's no good. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, so... Um, but now, of course, she's getting reams of oh, death threats. She'll and, get a GoFundMe page and end up with $200,000. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, now she's getting get death threats. The guitar store where she worked is getting uh, hundreds or dozens or whatever of negative Yelp reviews from people who've never been there. They're getting oh, calls God. all day long threatening the guitar store where she worked. Oh, my God. We're, we're into crazy territory here yeah, now. Yeah, I know it. I know so it. Meanwhile, place- she's getting death threats, and the old man's getting death threats, and Twitter is angry. So the place where she sold picks and strings is now... Up against it. Yeah, I think oh she might have God. been the accountant. Um, she's a crazy looking broad. But crazy um, looking. Yeah. Let uh, me see a picture of her then. Uh, I'll determine if she's crazy looking. I, I printed this out without pictures. Sorry. You'll have to take my word for she it. She's wearing like a clown hat or she uh, is got the crazy eyes. She, yeah. There you go. She's an appointed member of the Palo Alto's North Ventura Coordinated Area Plan Working Group and co-chairs the Bayshore Progressive Democrats. Margaret Okazumi, who co-chairs the Bayshore Progressive Democrats with this woman, expressed concern for her and her family, saying they were doxxed Tuesday on right-wing social media and Internet channels. You're concerned about her. How about the old man? 
Doxing is illegal, by the way, and various message boards have taken down threads. In a statement from her organization, she said, we live in, a high, we live in highly polarized times due to nearly unprecedented levels of economic inequality and struggles of many to obtain basic necessities of life, such as housing or health care. The president of the U.S. has contributed to an atmosphere that encourages open hatred and scapegoating of brown people for this structural inequality, causing many to live in fear. So <laughs> I would and, like and to she know went on for several paragraphs like this. She is in support of screaming. Oh, the old man's a Jew, by the way. Who they're scre- She was screaming, "You're a Nazi!" At. Whoa, geez, that's wrong. I'd the like Bay Shore Progressive Democrats are in favor of this. Keep it in mind. I'd like to little, know a little bit about her background. I don't know anything about it, but she does live in Palo Alto, California, one of the most expensive places on planet Earth. Right. Your whole complaining about inequality and this and that. Right. She added that the organization encourages nonviolent engagement to change the minds of racists. Parker, uh, blah, 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 the person's actions did not follow these principles and do not reflect our political philosophy and approach. So there you go. So after paragraph after paragraph of excuses for her, they say, but on the other hand, it was kind of out of line. So don't scream at old men and call them Nazis and say they hate brown people. I tell you what, if you are in the group, I don't care which side of the aisle you're on, and you're buying the craziest of your side's rhetoric, you're dangerous. You're a nut. That's a good one. That, that'd be a good t-shirt, actually. It's kind of long. You have to, to, to make it have more... have to continue on the back, have probably. to make a more pithy version. Yeah. If you're buying the craziest 5% of your side's argument, you're wrong. It's ugly. Anybody want to wear clothes that don't start arguments? Anybody? <laughs> Why are people leaving uh, corrupt California by the tens of thousands? It's funny. I can't think of a single reason. Stay tuned for the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Fifteen defendants who were charged in last month's college admissions scandal appeared in court today, including actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin. The courthouse was packed, but somehow their daughters got in. I like it. It's a funny joke. Very funny. Well done. I don't get people's fascination with actors and actresses. I really don't. They're glamorous. They're on the big screen. A few of them make a lot of money, I guess. But, I mean, like, worshipfulness of I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just meeting a lot of, you know, or some number of so-called celebrities and and, uh, just doing this job and being kind of in the public eye. It just... I don't know. There, there, there are brilliant surgeons. There are, there are gifted plumbers. There are terrific teachers. I just, why is acting the craft that we think is just the, the, the people are special and above us? I just don't get that. They're not. <laughs> I've known plenty of them. They're not. Some of them are very nice people. This uh, Rebecca from Palo Alto who's screaming at an old man wearing a MAGA hat in a Starbucks, is not a nice person. She's a crazy person. She's a crazy, angry person. You Becky, 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 stand, stand. 
And it's interesting that uh, that's her nickname, uh, that uh, the members of the resistance media who are so willing to editorialize uh, are, are sticking close to the facts with this one and not mentioning that this woman is plainly mentally ill and probably dangerous and that there's no analysis from actually well, actually in this one piece from uh, Palo Alto online they go into a fair amount of depth about um, uh, it's a good discussion about for instance the old fellow who screamed at he's talking about um, what's happened around here is that people get the idea that if you're for Trump you're an evil person well that's because they say it over and over and over again and that's the echo chamber on the far left and on the social media and stuff I, I there are people I know and I like or I respect uh, actors, musicians, you know, th- that have fully swallowed the, uh, you know, the all negative, no positive, you know, narrative about uh, the Trump administration and the rest of it. And like any administration, there's plenty of negative. Absolutely, there is. Every administration has plenty of negative. But just getting like a religious zealot attitude about it is so nasty and dangerous. Uh, so anyway, the old fella says, no one has approached him if he, as he's wearing the hat around the ridiculously liberal Barry of California. Nobody has even approached him to have a reasonable debate. He says there's no intelligent dialogue. People watch right-wing websites and left-wing websites. There's no intelligent discussion at all. There used to be some sense of two political parties. And he said he'd continue to wear his MAGA hat in public as an exercise of his free speech until North Korea or another totalitarian regime takes over our government. Well, the, the the lady you screamed at you thinks uh, the Trump administration is Nazis. I would say she's guilty of, at the very least, a very poor understanding of Nazis. I'm joking, but I hope the next time at Starbucks there will be 30 people wearing red hats and like in the movies, and they'll give me a slow clap. So he's a funny old guy. He's looking for the slow clap. Again, the... Uh, the co-chair of the Bayshore Progressive Democrats is expressing outrage that they were doxxed on Tuesday on right-wing social media and Internet channels, but not condemning directly and up front the demand for her co-chair, the demand from her co-chair, to dox the old Jewish man who she called the Nazi. God, the hypocrisy is just, it's just, you know what it is? It's idiotic. This is God, you'd have to be so stupid to fall into these rhetorical traps. It makes me crazy that everybody's gotten so dumb. People have this weird misunderstanding around aggression, as if aggression doesn't lead to more aggression coming back at you, whether right. it's quote-unquote punching a Nazi or yelling at a MAGA, right? These, these or things, banging a drum at a high school boy on the National Mall. These, these things just don't happen in a vet. They, they create reactions and backlashes, and it just perpetuates more of the stuff that we are decrying. Well, right. To run up to, to go to an old man and scream at him that he's a Nazi and hates brown people is not going to change his mind. If you were to walk up to him quietly and say, you know, I notice you're wearing a MAGA hat. I have concerns that the Trump immigration policy is not only restrictive, it's racist. Do you think there's racism in the policy? I'd encourage you to think about that. Enjoy your day. If you were to do something like that, you might actually... Stimulate thought, change your mind, that sort of thing. But no, this is an angry, crazy person. And sometimes the rhetoric in the echo chambers on both sides make people angry and crazy. So anyway, I'm getting back to this bizarre statement from Margaret Okazumi, the Bayshore Progressive Democrats uh, co-chair. Listen to some of this crap. 
All right, we live in a highly uh, polarized time, economic equality, blah, blah, blah. President has contributed to an atmosphere that encourages open hatred and scapegoating of brown people for this structural inequality, causing many to live in fear. Here's where it gets good. Parker, that's the, that's, is that the woman's like middle name or something? She goes by that. Yeah, she goes by Parker. Parker felt strongly that she wanted to use her privilege as a white woman to stand up for those who are living in fear because of the hateful atmosphere fostered by Trump. Unfortunately, the manner in which she chose to stand up against a slogan that stands for racism led to an even stronger hateful response that has endangered her and her family. Look, if I, had a, a, a Republican friend or a conservative friend who reacted to every single policy by a Democrat by saying, that's communism. I would think, all right, dude, you got to ratchet it down a little bit. You got to lower your gear. Family leave, I think, is is more government interference in the workplace than is healthy for the economy. But I, I don't think that makes you a communist. Friends on the left, you got to call out these lunatics. They're making y'all look like angry morons. And this chick is an angry moron. Words I will stand by. But don't dox her and don't threaten her and leave alone the music store she used to work at. Marshall Phillips, what are your headlines? Very quickly, Vice President Biden's explanation of his touchy-feely style falling flat. Next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. So you have this uh, Qantas flight from L.A. to Australia, I believe, and uh, they get uh, to their destination. Everybody's getting off the plane, but the one gal who's dead, and she's a youngish woman, and nobody has any idea why she's not alive anymore. Wow. Yeah, that's weird. Whoa. Oh. Uh, We've got uh, another exciting report from the Bay Area of California, just by coincidence. uh, Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos fame has been... Spotted walking her dog around the marina district. That's where she lives. It's not yet strange. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And her dog's got to pee. I walk around yeah. there all the time as that is my neighborhood. And my dog has the regular needs of dogs. Of course, I call my dog a wolf. I insist to everyone <laughs> that my dog is a wolf inexplicably. Right. Uh, but at any rate, uh, whether dog or wolf, it has to uh, pass excrement. So I take walks. <laughs> all right. We'll take your word on this. The blood thing, not so much. (laughs) Marshall Phillips has our headlines. Marshall. Well, three more women say former Vice President Joe Biden touched them in a way that made them feel uncomfortable. One of them, a former White House intern, told the Washington Post Biden pressed his forehead to her forehead and told her she was a pretty girl. A total of seven women have now accused Biden of similar types of behavior yesterday. Yesterday, Joe Biden released a video pledging to change his behavior while trying to explain that his touchy-feely ways have been part of his style for decades. In my career, I've always tried to make a human connection. That's my responsibility, I think. I shake hands, I hug people, I, I grab men and women by the shoulders and say, you can do this. And, and uh, whether they're women, men, young, old, it's, it's the way I've always been. It's the way I've tried to show I care about them and I'm listening. 
I tell you what, I've said this from the beginning. Jack, who's uh, off to uh, to take care of uh, some business, um, is is is. Uh, I haven't quite gotten him to go along because he watches a lot of cable news where right. they talk about Biden being the front runner. Biden does not have a chance. He's two years older than he was when he was in the White House. He's old then. He makes this video, and there's a difference between like homemade, lo-fi, right. and bad. Right. And the video, the video was bad. The video was bad. The audio was bad. He sounds very old. He looks very old. And it's just, and and, and that's having endured the very first half of one percent of the scrutiny of a presidential race, and the the creepy video stuff. I just that stuff. I think it may be kind of, sort of, in a way, sexual, but not really. Um, but it's creepy. It's right. undeniably creepy and right. off-putting. Um, oh, which reminds me, I want to get to something. I'm going to pick some nits on the infamous Billy Bush tape because it has grown in legend. Oh, okay. So uh, I All just right. I want to point out something that you're hearing misreported. Marshall, go on though. Sorry. I was just gonna I was just gonna mention something though. I mean, he had like four days to put something together, or five days. He could have gotten a professional crew in there and done, right. you know, a really sharp. Although, was somebody saying, well, this is the way the kids are doing it now. you got to, right. like, sound off mic and, right. you know. Well, they could have had him just, even with an, a, a, a smartphone. Right. Holding it up to himself, selfie style, in his hand, walking down a hallway. You know, people are pointing this out and blah, blah, blah. And then he right. turns a corner and then maybe he points. You know, as I look out on Washington, D.C., just show that you've ever used one before. Right. <clears throat> it was just... I don't know. It was just so clunky and bad. So there's a difference between homemade and bad. Right. All right. Uh, oh, we got to ask, how is the Biden drama affecting Wall Street today? Positive Sean's one. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I got to object to the premise. Yeah. What does Joe Biden have to do with Wall Street? It's called the transition, Joe. <laughs> I'll stay out of the way. All right. How is the Biden drama affecting Wall Street today? Oh, he went back to it. You might as well have said, how is Joe's rash affecting Wall Street? How is Joe's rash affecting Wall Street today? Well, if it's like my rash, Wall Street is uh, growing. (laughs) Well, today the market is recumbent. The market is recumbent. (laughs) As a guy who likes words, I tip my cap. Well done. Think about it. Recumbent bicycle. So the market, I I guess, is kind of resting and not doing much? It's just kind of flat. Okay. Fair enough. Well said. MIT is terminating all research and funding links with Chinese tech giant Huawei and ZTE. Officials at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology say they are not accepting new engagements with those companies or renewing existing ones because of recent national security concerns. Good. Here is a statement you can take to the proverbial bank, perhaps on your recumbent bicycle. MIT's one. There is, uh, oh, go ahead. I just said, here's a statement, Marshall. Oh, what you said, recumbent bicycle. No, here's okay. a statement. There is no meaningful distinction between the Chinese government and a Chinese corporation. If there is any sort of line between them at the moment, it is temporary and conditional. At any moment, the Chinese government can demand anything from a Chinese corporation and get it 100% of the time. MIT, one of several prestigious academic institutions cutting their ties with Huawei, Stanford, UC Berkeley, University of Minnesota, also ending research collaborations with the telecom company. And they've got to go broader than that. Chinese spies are, they, they infest American universities and everybody knows it. 
Britney Spears is getting treatment, we're being told, at a mental health facility. TMZ is reporting that the singer is really upset because of her father's illness. She put a residency at a Las Vegas hotel on hold to care for him. He's had a couple of surgeries to correct various problems. TMZ says the singer is bipolar and voluntarily checked herself into a facility a week ago and plans to stay there for about a month. She is getting help. Yeah, I hope she does. You know, it was easy to mock Britney Spears for a lot of years. But really easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and enjoyable at times. But, um, yeah, the whole child star, teenage, like, uh, Lolita sex symbol thing, international superstar, right. and drug problems, and bipolar, and her dad, who has appointed her conservator, I believe. Correct. Which means her financial guardian in 2008. Now he's seriously ill. Right. Yeah, that's, that's rough. And he's done a uh, really good job by her, from what I understand, as far as taking care of the finances and making sure the family stays together. So, so. it would seem. Yeah. All right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> from the text line, at least the market's recumbent and not supine. Indeed, sir. <laughs> well Indeed. Said. Well said. <laughs> Somebody swallowed a thesaurus. Supine market. <laughs> You know, one more statement you can yeah. take to the bank. Uh, back to the, uh, the the lunatic, the angry progressive lunatic, proud representative. Of, what was the name of that organization? The Bay Area Progressive Coalition or whatever it yeah. is. Um, screaming at a Jewish old man, calling him a Nazi and that he hates brown people and that he needs to be doxxed. And I want to know who his wife is and his children and what's his address and the rest of it. Know this, think about this, and try to decide if you're in this group. I don't know. Why would I try to cure people? I don't know. I'm I'm a meddlesome. That's why you're the you're a middle child. I'm a you middle child. To, yeah. You try to bring right. people together. That's exactly right, John. Thank you so much. People <laughs> like to bond with other people. We need it as desperately as we need food and water, and we've created a society. Some would argue, um, the modern post-industrial society, right. Western society. And and particularly the Internet age, where we don't have that, and it's killing us. Mm-hmm. Literally, in many cases, killing us. Drug overdoses, suicides, the rest of it. One of the most fundamental ways that people bond together is when they're afraid. When they are under threat. We all back up to each other. You know, we got each other's backs in the tribe. We circle the wagons, whatever. Um and we answer the threat. I've mentioned this before, but it's so true. In Sebastian Younger's fabulous book, Tribe, he talks about people talk about the weeks after the tornado destroyed their town as the best time in their lives because everyone pulled together. Right. And it made them feel so special and so alive and so part of something. It's an incredibly powerful impulse. Well, when you live in a really safe, prosperous society... A lot of people are doing that with politics now, and they're convincing themselves with the help of their political gods that we're under terrible threats. And Trump is a Nazi, or Obama's a sleeper agent from fundamentalist Islam, right, or whatever. Right. And if we don't all pull together, we'll, we'll be killed. And they do it because it feels so good to pull together with people. The problem is, though, that... We're destroying our own tribe because our our tribe, you want to go with like an Indian tribe. Okay, so we got a big, prosperous Indian tribe and we're so just fat and happy. We never pull together anymore. Everybody's in their teepees on Facebook and, you know, or whatever, you know, and and the and the, the Braves aren't dating the nice Indian girls anymore. They just, 
you know, the masturbating their tent or whatever. You know, just it's the modern era in an Indian tribe. Well, what's to keep running deer from starting to tell everybody that uh, dances with wolves is uh, is is a secret, uh, you know, cavalry agent. And we need to band together. We need to form a society, a secret society, to protect the tribe. And you start having meetings and you have workouts. It's like Harry Potter with his Order of the Phoenix or whatever right. it was. And, and you yeah. band together and you yeah. hug and you love and you cry and the rest of it. And it's incredibly satisfying. The problem is that Dances with Wolves is an okay guy. He just sees, you know, building campfires a little different from you. So I just, it's a, it's a modern pathology. To the point where you got young women in Mohawks who look like freaking lunatics uh, screaming at old Jews, calling them Nazis in coffee shops. If that isn't sick, what is? God, everybody needs to calm down. Whew. Join a social organization or something, the, the Kiwanis or the Rotary Club or something. Go make some eye contact with people. Yeah, no kidding. Why don't you engage the old man? Next time you see somebody who you think... I know they're a bad person because of their politics. Work up the guts and go say, I'm curious about this, what right, you believe. Right. And stay calm and see what happens. And see if they actually are an evil demon from outer space. Or maybe they're just a human who disagrees with you a little bit. Wouldn't that be astonishing? All right, lecture over. More to come. Regulating not companies, but algorithms. Huh. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. You know, social norms have begun to change. They've shifted. And the boundaries of protecting personal space have been reset. And I get it. I get it. I hear what they're saying. I understand it. And I'll be much more mindful. That's my responsibility. My responsibility, and I'll meet it. You having a good time, Joe? Joe Biden there, the video, if you haven't seen it, it looks as bad as it sounds. So uh, uh, Joe Biden doesn't have a chance. He's mostly a nice old fella. There are times, though, when he's appearing before a black audience, a predominantly black audience, that he engages in this sort of really nasty race baiting that I think is unhealthy for everybody. But it doesn't matter because he's super old and he doesn't have a chance. Came across this in the week. Algorithms have gotten out of control. It's time to regulate them. And he uses some examples, including a hamburger shack, uh, using algorithms to stoke sales. It's clear we've entered a new era. Uh, And uh, he says, uh, algorithms, complex equations that are used to make decisions, are becoming fundamental to the functioning of modern society, but they also bring with them a heap of problems. And his point is, it may be time to consider that, rather than trying to regulate the big tech companies, it may in fact be more useful to regulate the algorithms they use. We may need something like an algorithm czar to help. Huh. The algorithms are would be a person or department in the government whose sole purpose is to regulate the use of algorithms. Um, I don't know. I, I was terrible at advanced math. I, 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 I can't even tell you how frustrating I found it. Um, I think that idea is bizarre and dangerous. We'll look into it more and seek out those who could enlighten us on it. 
But the idea that you would have a government bureau in charge of what math you could use and whether you could, uh, you know, instead of uh, X, you could go with X minus one if you figure out that works better. Um, that, that, that That's a nightmare to me, an absolute nightmare. We're going to have a government in charge of technical advance. It's an idiotic idea, I think. And I think but that would, I don't know anything about algorithms. That would only further, I think, the the paranoia of of bias in things coming, especially because oh, yeah. it's government controlled. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, if for instance the Southern Poverty Law Center used an algorithm, that would get passed a Democratic right. administration. But they would absolutely hammer the NRA's algorithms for getting more members or whatever. Yeah, who knows? Right, right. And who knows? God, the 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 point of technology and. And, and math and science is that it's always evolving and people are striving to learn more. You can't have the government in charge of that. Again, I say idiotic idea uh, as a guy who knows practically nothing about it. It's an interesting thought, but it seems difficult to actually make work. One of my favorite expressions, I know much about algorithms as a dog knows about Sunday, <laughs> which is kind of a funny expression if you think about it. A little bonus mailbag for you here. Dear Simple Jack and High Road Joe, writes Roder. On a subject other than politics, can you please explain to me why currently men's suits are so ugly and ill-fitting? I actually agree with this guy. The jackets are too short, the pants are too tight, and the front button is too high. Men wearing them look like they are trying to fit into clothes from their high school days. What is wrong with the fashion world? What's wrong with consumers? Are the Chinese behind this? Is this Trump's fault, too? Please use your genius to help me understand who, what is going on. Well, Rotor, I think you already know the answer. And I have believed this since I was a, a wee lad. And I can't decide if my circumstances influence my attitude more if my, or if my attitude influenced my circumstances more. I, I was not a, a wealthy kid growing up. We had food on the table, but I wore hand-me-down clothes. And uh, mostly, we'd go to Sears sometimes. Sears, Michael, you remember Sears? I do. Good times. <laughs> Uh, I would go to Sears and get and my mom would buy me jeans and you know and and if I tore them she'd have to sew them up again because buying new jeans was out of the question. But anyway, so the idea of like going with fashion was laughable to me. Some of my friends from the rich town across the way were like into the preppy thing when that was hot in the eighties and or seventies, whenever it was. Um, and uh, and I couldn't, I had no interest in going along because I thought it was stupid. I was the long haired rock and roll kid, but. I also didn't have the money to pull it off anyway. So, um, but fashion, the entire industry depends on you deciding what was perfectly wonderful today is stupid in six months or a year. And what everybody demanded you wear two years ago is utterly unwearable now. It is the most artificial of artificial constructs, obviously. I agree, and I, I I feel like the things he's noticed, right, the the shorter jackets, the kind of tighter, higher-riding pants, there there seems to be this underlying desire for men's fashion to have more ways to kind of accessorize, I guess, right? You're seeing a lot mm. more guys show off their socks, mm. get a lot Good more analysis. elaborate belts, right. those sort of things, right? And the, right. the jackets and pants kind of help show those things off. Right. How about the shorter shirts, too? Like midriff-bearing shirts, like the, 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 the sexy young girls wear. For fellas in their suits. Let's keep getting shorter and tighter. Till you're wearing a short suit like LeBron. <laughs> Man, I'm a... They call me Big Freedom sometimes when they're not calling me other names. Uh, and, and I'm for lower government regulation, more liberty, and particularly economic liberty. But I, I would tell you this. I would not crusade against it if there was a national movement to regulate fashion 
We had a six-month discussion on what fashions should be and then made them permanent. Or at least gave them like a 20-year term, like they're proposing for the Supreme Court justices. A 20-year term, and then we would vote for new fashion. There would be like a year-long discussion period at the end of it. So all men's suits would be comfortably loose. They would have just a little break at the shoe. No vests. Vests would be optional. I mean, I'm not a Nazi. I mean, we, you could have variation within what's approved. And, 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 and women's dresses would be... Well, I probably shouldn't get into this. I tell you, the one women's fashion that I will rule on, as the new American clothings are, gotta be low-rise jeans. Absolutely. Low-rise jeans. What about yoga pants? Anybody, oh, please, yes, please. Anybody who advocates for the high-rise jeans, I will have doxxed and humiliated. I will have thrown into our new fashion prisons. Low-rise jeans for Nothing but runways in the fashion prisons. (laughs) You can wear your stupid clothes for each other in your stupid fashion prison. Wear them in cell block C if you want to wear them. That's an illegal suit, sir. Somebody arrest that man. (laughs) Why are men's suits so ugly? Uh, You live in one of the hipster parts of the world, you know exactly what we're talking about. Those in Trump country are probably scratching their heads saying, you know, I think I saw a picture of that in a magazine. No, you you can't believe everybody is wearing them. Well, almost everybody. I'm not. I'm wearing a suit I bought in 1994. News is next. Hang around if you can. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show.